You're listening to the Welcome to the Rebellion podcast. Hey, Jay, are you ready? Because it's time to start the show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Welcome to Rebellion podcast. This is Jay. Before we begin, just want to thank a few of my good friends that y'all know already. Versus Geeks and Gamers, go over to geeksandgamers.com. Find some awesome creators over there. The forums, everything, it's all laid out for you perfectly. And also want to thank Nine Line Apparel. If you go over to Nine Line Apparel and use the discount code, we all know it, right? Drunk3PO with the letter O, you get 20% off the entire order. And yes, uh, they heard y'all's emails. The hats are coming back. Just in case you guys are wondering, the uh, the hats are coming back to Nine Line. Apparently, many of you have emailed and uh, were upset that they took them down after a record number of sales. Unbelievable. You guys are awesome. Um, if you're listening on Spotify or anywhere else, if you want to see a live recording, come to the Drunk 3PO YouTube channel. And I think that's about it. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, I will get to your Super Chats during the middle of the show. but. But now, everybody give a warm welcome to my guest, the lovely, the toxic, I think I need to say, the toxic, uh, Melanie Mack. Hello. Hi. Hi. I love it. The toxic Melanie Mack. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I've embraced that title now. Well, before you came on the show, you you put a post and you're eating those uh, buffalo chips, um, you know, where you were just like. Everybody wants me on their podcast. See, this is all right. So this is where I felt like it was about me. You were like, no! everybody, everybody wants you. Everybody wants me on the podcast to talk about toxic, but don't they know I'm the toxic one? <laughs> I was like, I yeah. saw a comment and I was like, don't worry, I won't bring that. No. I won't bring that up in the podcast. <laughs> it's funny because every almost every podcast request I get, except recently has been uh, from people who just want me to victimize myself. It's like, hey, talk about how hard it is to be a woman in the gaming space. And it's like, or or talk about how toxic people are on Xbox Live. And in that video, that's what I said. Bro, I'm toxic too. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> yeah, but you know, then like, uh, people were like, where did you get those chips? <laughs> That was Carnivore Chris, man. Exactly. Where did you get those chips? They sent me a box. (laughs) They're amazing. Did you like that? I actually have some. I've been eating things for a minute. They're good. It's just it's just meat. It's meat that's dehydrated and crispy, like a chip and salt. So I mean, like, helps me hit my protein macros. I love it. (laughs) If you're listening, I'll be a sponsor. Be a sponsor of the show. (laughs) There we go, Carnivore Chris. You no, know, there it Sponsor is. Sponsor Jay. <laughs> that's it. That's that's how we're. I I like. Uh, I don't like the beef liver ones, but I like. Oh the, uh, yeah, now you do. Beef liver is an acquired taste. I don't have that either. Now chicken liver, I really like, but beef liver is it, It's good for you. It has a lot of nutrients, but it doesn't taste <sighs> that good, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite out of that? The brisket that one. They're the the beef Which brisket. One? Oh, it, beef brisket. Okay. Yeah, beef brisket. It is so good. Yeah. Um, want to say hi to everyone in the chat. Look at everyone saying hi, Melanie. How hi. are you? Why I can't believe Melanie's here. What do you mean you can't believe it? <laughs> how is that? How is that not possible? 
Um, some of you might be like, who? I think there was one person that says, no offense, but who is this person? So, all right. So I'm going to give Melanie an opportunity to tell you uh, who all she right. is, if she wants to. Yeah, I'm very happy to do that. Hi, I am Melanie Mack. I am mostly known for being in the gaming space. Uh, I've been making content online for over 12 years uh, based around mostly gaming and tech, but I kind of like to talk about whatever it is I'm into at the time. And fitness is one of those lately and just lately like trending topics and things like that. But yeah, mostly known for the stuff I've done in gaming. I used to host for GameStop TV. I've hosted for Riot Games, uh, all kinds of stuff like that, uh, do gaming streams, all that jazz. You just went like way over probably what they would know you for. You used to be the host for GameStop TV for a record, I believe. I think you were like for, the longest host they've ever had. Uh, the longest female host, I think. Uh, now, there was, they did have a male host on there. He was on there for a while. Um, I don't so know. So talk about them toxic men, you know, like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to drink. When Mel's on, you have to drink Jesus. Let's go. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Get your G Fuel and use code MEL for a... Code MAC. Code MEL. Yeah, I almost messed it up. Hey, I, almost... I, I appreciate the effort. There you go. I just messed it up. Um, yes. So for four years, you were the host. Yeah. Four years. It was really fun. I mean, they were they were great. They're always really great to me. Yeah. How did, Okay. How does that happen? Did you fill out an application? Did you just show up? Were you playing video games and they contacted you? Like, how does one become yeah. the host of GameStop TV? Uh, well, what happened um, at that time, a little over four years ago, I don't know, going on five years ago is when I auditioned. Um, now, the year before they wanted me to audition, they reached out to me um, and asked me to audition. I had a current, like, uh, organization that I was working with uh, and there was a conflict of interest. So I couldn't do it at that time. And I was like, crap, really? Like, and so then a year later, they were looking for more hosts again and they hit me back up again. And I was like, yes, I cannot pass this up. So they asked me to audition. Uh, I went or they flew me out because that was before I moved here to Texas. And uh, I was in California at the time. They flew me out and uh, a bunch of other people who also were auditioning. And yeah, we had to do like teleprompter reads. We had to uh, do like a gaming quiz at the end. And they also gave a gift card to whoever won the gaming quiz where they're just asking like different gaming questions and then we would answer them. And I won the gaming quiz. So I was very excited about that. And then uh, then was picked to be one of the hosts. Uh, so and stayed on for four years. So it was great. Did you get to you do a lot of traveling and you did a lot of like comic con is that gaming? Oh, cons? yeah, like is gaming conventions. Yeah. yeah, like uh E3 PAX, uh Comic Con, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've been going to conventions for a very long time up until uh current events that have stopped gaming right. conventions. So, yeah. <laughs> but up until then, man, I was going every year or like for like at least three cons for like 10 years straight. Um, and it was funny because then, yeah. So then at one point, because uh, then I was I was signed with Facebook Gaming at one point, And then I was having to, to be places all the time for that. Because one of the reasons that they um, signed me was because of my hosting stuff. And so I was just 
constantly not only have like minimum hours to hit for streams but then i'd have to like go to these events and then host and stuff and after that i got really i started to get you know exhausted from traveling all the time i'm i'm very introverted so while i do enjoy it but when it's constant it's like oh i need i need to chill for a little bit so i said hey man i i i need to one of these I, i need to take like a year off conventions and then sure enough um a certain thing happened <laughs> you know the the we call it the lockdown phase the lockdown you know? phase yeah. yeah and i was like oops careful what you wish for <laughs> i did not know that's something i didn't know you were with facebook gaming yeah i was for about two years yeah and so they just wanted you to play your games like on right. t- like like what you do now on twitch they wanted mm-hmm. you to do on on facebook live Right. And so they, yeah, they signed me and I streamed there for two years. Did yeah. you, did, that was, that that was like uh, early on though, for Facebook gaming like that. Oh, it was. Yeah. Uh, I, it was like 2018, I think is when I first signed with them. 2018. Eight, yeah. 2018 and 2019. I'm pretty sure it was the year. Say was with 2018. Them. Did you, did you enjoy it? I did. I mean, I did and I didn't. Like, on one hand, it was fun to kind of be a part of something new, even though it was like, you know, a huge company behind it. It was still new and um, uh, the whole gaming sector of it. And so the the people that I worked with there were very nice and we kind of had like a, a almost family feeling environment about it. But uh, what I didn't like about it uh, was just you know, the part of having a new platform and that kind of stuff. And then I feel like the infrastructure of Facebook in general, this was, isn't really built to, to host like a gaming section in the, in the way that it currently is. And there was a lot of issues with it. And I ended up reaching a point to where I was like, I'm not actually growing my brand as a whole on this platform. Yeah. And that was a, a big issue for me and why I, one of the reasons why I ended up um, not signing again with them, even though they were great and all that, but it just as a platform just isn't where uh, Twitch or even YouTube is. So, not, so yeah. they're not ready in your humble opinion is what you're saying. Uh, right. I just don't feel like, I feel like when it comes to the algorithm and stuff like that, it was so mm. random too. It was like, Hey, one day you can stream and have like 5,000 concurrent viewers. And then you could turn your stream on the next day and have 70 viewers. <laughs> it's like, it was mm. like, surprise, surprise. What's it going to be today? And then, you know how Facebook is anyway, the bigger amount of followers you get, the more the platform wants you to pay to reach your own followers. Yeah. And so that's my biggest platform, which is funny. That was one reason why I got signed because it is my biggest platform, but uh, so even before I signed with them, that was by far my biggest platform. But then it's just like, what's the point in having all these followers if Facebook wants me to pay to reach them all? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what is, What is your uh, preferred platform of choice today? Uh, oh, that's hard to say. I, I think what I actually <laughs> enjoy the most, I enjoy making YouTube content the most. Um, really? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think that YouTube as a platform, though, kind of (laughs) sucks. There's a ton of issues and it's getting worse and worse. But I think what I remember is just old YouTube. And like I started on YouTube back in late 2009 or early 2010. And uh, I'd say the first five years I was making content on YouTube was just so fun. 
and YouTube was a lot more fun back then. And you could actually like figure stuff out with the, it, it didn't feel, it, it didn't feel like you had to be like this. Everything had to be perfect and super professional and all that. Um, and so I felt like I could just be silly and have fun. And I'd make some of the most random videos and it didn't all have to make sense. It didn't all have to be like a production. It didn't all have to be like a show. And those were some of my best content creating times. And then sure enough, when the whole adpocalypse thing started to happen and then YouTube started favoring more professional content, you know, I like the professionalized yeah. stuff. I like, I obviously accommodated my setup now that's more nice than what it used to be. And so I, I'm, I'm still about that, but they kind of forgot about the little guys and that's what made it not as fun. But in terms of what I actually enjoy the most, with platforms, I love just making videos and posting them. That is just super fun to me. I want to go back to the uh, the to being the host and traveling and all that. You 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 constantly mention that you're very introverted. Oh yeah, you can't tell <laughs> when How, I'm in this like, setting. You can't because we're like I, I don't know. And plus, you're also very easy to talk to. I feel like I feel like we go way back, even though. We really don't, but I feel like we do. <laughs> we go way back, everyone. We go way back. Yeah, yeah, have, we go uh, way Melanie back. Melanie Mac autograph some, <laughs> somewhere. I probably. Um... <laughs> but how does like so for someone that's possibly listening, that's introverted themselves? How did you? How did you like overcome? Like that, did, like, did you get sick every time? Were you? Because some people are like, "Oh my God, I gotta go out. I'm gonna be on <laughs> camera. They're gonna give me a microphone. Uh, like, what? What's gonna happen here? Like, did, or was it just, well, here we go. Like, whatever happens, I'm jumping in the deep end, and then I'm gonna go yeah. back to my room and cry. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I, you know, I'm very extroverted, so it's like when I'm right. not around people, it's like I, like uh, when we were locked down for two weeks. It was like, I got to see somebody like I'm going to go yeah. to my neighbor's house and just like <laughs> hug them or something. You know what I mean? Like it, this is it, it's just such different. You know, right. that's why it's perfect. My job is perfect oh, to yeah. go to the theme parks and stuff and be around millions of people every day. But still, how did you psych yourself up or? Uh, it's funny because that's one reason why I started my YouTube channel in the first place is because um, I knew I wanted to do stuff like especially around gaming and that kind of thing. And I wanted to do stuff like in front of camera. I just thought it seemed like super fun. And I started my YouTube channel because at the time, well, I, way back, uh, I remember like I, I grew up on military bases and stuff because my dad was in the army. So like the president was in town, the local news crew was there. And, and so they were interviewing people and I thought, oh, here's my shot to like try to do something in front of camera. And then they get to me and I froze. I just completely froze up. I didn't know what to say. I was like, oh, hell yeah, having fun. And I was so like nervous. And after that, I thought I got to do something about this. And then, um, also, I don't know if you've heard of the frag dolls from like way back, uh, the Ubisoft team, mm. uh, but I, it was like my dream to be on that team. And I remember I also auditioned to be on that like way back, uh, 2006, I believe. And I made it to like a phone interview and again, bombed it. I was so nervous. And then at some point I was like, something's got to give. I got to overcome this shyness. 
And so I made my YouTube channel and that helped. And it's funny if you watch like my very, very, very early videos, especially you can tell, like, I didn't know how to act on camera. I couldn't just be myself. I, I was so nervous. Um, so I did that later. I ended up getting an internship with the frag dolls. Um, and then became a frag doll later. It was just a gradual progression. And, but the thing is, is even now, as long as I've, I think being able to revert to going into autopilot before like a big shoot where you got a big crew and that kind of stuff, uh, usually depending on how used to it I am, if it's a brand new thing, I, I do get a lot of social anxiety, like the day before, especially the night before I'm trying to sleep. I usually, I don't even always sleep before a big new thing. Oh. And I'm freaking out in my head, like, I'm like, oh my gosh. But then for some reason, as soon as I'm actually there, I'm the camera's on, I, the camera's become my friend now. Uh, then it's just like, boom, I'm in autopilot and I do it. And then when I'm done, I'm like, yeah, I feel great. I did it. But I do have social anxiety leading up to, to certain things if they especially are a new thing to me. Yeah. So it's something that you still struggle with, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. But it, the the more familiar I am with it, the more it helps. And that's why I like with events and stuff like that, too. If I'm at a gaming event, for example, I've been going to those for so long. And so, yeah, I can talk to people and just be myself. But then if you put me in a situation like uh, trying to make friends IRL or people <laughs> trying to talk to me at church, then I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> I'm a different person. I don't know how to act. No one's run up to you and like try to get a selfie or an autograph or Uh, like, did anybody, has anyone recognized you? And they're like, that's Laura Croft. (laughs) At, at gaming events, I get recognized a lot, but I'm in my comfort zone there now out in IRL. Uh, I've had on a small handful of occasions, like, uh, at a restaurant or at a store or at a grocery store or something. When that happens, I'm, you know, they're, they're, chill i'm just like oh hi take a picture say hi and hug and then good um normally in that kind of setting i'm i'm pretty good because then i feel like if it's somebody who knows me like oh you know me you know me from my social media and stuff we're basically family now uh so that does make it easier if there's that familiarity but if it's just like i've tried to push myself even recently like a couple months or so ago i went on one of those like apps where you can make friends (laughs) and and yeah and there was like a a hiking group uh so it was just like this this hiking group of like 30 people and it wasn't wasn't even like gamers or people that would know me so i show up nobody knows me and i'm just trying to like make friends and i was just so shy people kept like they're trying to talk to me trying to get me out of my shell and i i'm walking with them and then every time someone's like trying to talk to me i'm thinking in my head like let me just walk this is too much (laughs) so you joined a hiking group yeah to hike to try to make friends i did i I ended up yeah you know i went to that one hike and after that, I got uh, it was so overwhelming because whenever they did try to talk to me, these weren't gamers or anything. And I'm like, oh, what do I talk about? Oh, man, <laughs> like it's just different. It's a different. It world. is um, real quick. Let me. I think some people have some questions for you. Uh, oh, my great. man, five dollars super sticker. Thank you. Such a he's a good dude. Uh, huge fan of yours, by the way. He was like. Aww going nuts on twitter realizing that you'd be here robert uh thank you just got my birthday gift from my aunt uncle it's a robot speaker made oh yeah robert yeah man 
my friend Robert here, uh, his uh, his his uh, dog passed away the Aww. other day. So I'm glad things are going well, buddy. Thank you for the super chat. Biggles mess for five says, yeah, drunk. Tell us how toxic it is. But as an oldie but goodie in a word in a world of vicious six year olds in gaming. Listen, <laughs> we were talking before the stream, and everyone agrees that the younger generation wouldn't survive our old gaming lobbies. They just wouldn't. They just wouldn't understand. <laughs> they wouldn't <laughs> they understand. Wouldn't. And uh, if you didn't learn to either either ignore it or dish it back, then you were in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were in a lot of trouble. Did you learn to like when you play with your brothers? See, like you guys, you guys dish it pretty well. Oh gosh, yeah. That's how that's how we talk to each other, whether we're gaming or not. It's like we're constantly roasting each other, and that's just how we show affection, <laughs> you know. That's what, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what we were saying. It was like you, if you play video games with friends, mm-hmm. and somebody that doesn't know you <laughs> shows up and listens to the conversation, they would think <laughs> you guys will hate each other. Oh yeah, they would. Like, Oh, it's poetry of love. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's like uh, when I visited family one of the last times I was playing Risk with uh, with my dad and brothers. And the way we were talking to each other, mom's like, guys, please don't fight. Please don't fight. We're like, we're having fun. I know. Uh, it's it's so true. DMAC for $20. Thank you, my good friend. He says, I think tonight calls for a white Russian. With a splash of G Fuel. Hi, Melanie Let's Mac. Go! And hi, Jay. Thank you, my friend. Uh, question for you. Geo for 15. Hey, Mel, did you get that mantra tattoo yet? Been You're a fan a of yours since the one. King of the Monster trailer breakdown. You're, I knew I'll, for you to even say that because I mentioned that like in passing uh, once King of the Monsters came out. I didn't even get it yet. I still have to get this filled. But I do want a Mothra tattoo somewhere on this arm because this is my Godzilla and Katakana. So I haven't gotten it yet, but I will one of these days. So your your tattoos are like video game? Uh, Most of them inspired. are like, yeah, the gaming or like in Godzilla in this case. Uh, Mine's like movies. Oh, I just like else. Like, oh, nice. Like movie tattoos. This is my Lara like Croft. That. She is my prized possession tattoo uh my favorite one so <laughs> that's the question uh all right here we go yeah my good friend yellow flash just loves sending me wonderful stickers that is uh, every so time kind I try to throw me off my game all right <laughs> trying to throw me off my game oh, uh, i see what you're doing yellow flash i see what you're doing there are people in the chat one person named jane theory was like just talking about uh your She's talking about her anxiety where she almost felt like deleting all of her social media uh, one time. So it's really interesting uh, to to see how people like try to overcome that type of fear. Did it get worse? Like a lot of people that aren't online that doesn't have a platform of your size. Mm-hmm. Like how did you like learn to deal like when you got your first I don't know what you call it troll comment. Right. Or hater comment or whatever. Like, was it like, oh my God? <laughs> like, what does it get I, easier throughout the uh, years to deal with people? I, I think it, I get it's a combination of things. Like, 
on one hand, I've gotten a bit more used to it, but on the other, like uh, ever since I was young, I was, uh, I mean, a teenager when I had access to the internet, I was on message boards, like arguing with people about video games all the time. So <laughs> it's just like, I was already kind of used to it to that degree. And then also I've always, like I said in that one video, I can be toxic too. <laughs> so it's, yeah. I'm used to it. I'm like, okay, bring it on. It's funny because usually now there have been times where a comment uh may get to me every once in a while but for the most part i don't know i i i just roll with it i have fun with it and it's i i i almost sometimes enjoy just kicking the hornet's nest a little bit <laughs> it makes it interesting it's yeah, like so oh somebody's mad at me for existing let's go all right let's talk <laughs> <laughs> if you don't follow melanie on twitter uh you you've been warned <laughs> yes. so hey there you have it just a few more valiant renegade my good friend for 10 he says hail chat finally managed to catch a drunk 3po podcast well i appreciate that and yes i am seeing a lot of people in the chat um okay eric for 10 he says i've been subscribed to melanie since 2012 because of her attitude and her genuine nature her content always puts a smile on my face like Gina, I knew it was coming. Uh, she must be protected. Keep Aww. being you, Melanie. Well, you have a lot of fans. Thank you, Eric. Um, I thought there'd be a lot more like haters in here just to like you I'm know. waiting, dude. I, I got my boxing <laughs> gloves ready. <laughs> Jimbo for Foxes. Melanie is a huge Gina Carano fan, Jay. You know what to do. What do you mean? Who Gina? Who? I don't know what you're talking about. Um uh, <laughs> J.S. Pena for $2 watching because I enjoyed you on Chrissy's stream. Thank Melanie. you. Love the Godzilla avatar as well. Thank you all <laughs> for the super chat love. No, before uh, before we went live, uh, Melanie had no idea that I was friends with Gina Carano. So she's not here because of Gina. <laughs> right. I'm here because Jay. Jay That's it. Awesome. She had no idea. She had no... And I had to like prove it to her. I was like, all right, here's a video of us sitting at dinner. I'm <laughs> you like, know, wait uh, a minute, wait a minute. The video, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I had to pull the card out just because you know, you just <laughs> don't go around saying, Hey, me and Gina are best buddies. You know, like you just don't go around <laughs> saying you gotta have a little proof with uh with um that one. Yeah. Uh, we thought it was cute though, because you know, when Gina followed you back on social media, you made TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, like you just uh you went all in to say Yeah. I'm very happy. What what uh why are you a Gina Carano fan? Like what is it about since everyone's asking, right. I gotta bring her up, you know. She's I'm sure she's gonna watch and be like, yeah. Jay, why you gotta keep bringing up? I was like, <laughs> Yeah, well it's funny because she like, loves it. She loves it. I first saw her from Mandalorian and that was my for the and I just thought I loved her so much I thought her character was amazing I had no idea about anything beyond that I was just like wow she is awesome and obviously I love the very strong femme fatale gorgeous kick butt type women I'm a big classic Lara Croft fan and that's exactly what Gina Carano is. She's stunning. She's gorgeous. And she kicks butt. I mean, that's just perfection. To uh, me. She's all right. <laughs> and so I immediately just loved her on The Mandalorian. And 
so yeah, later, obviously, seeing all the the drama and stuff that followed, yeah, I made sure that I, you know, made it known that, hey, I, I stand with her because it, it was a whole... But that, yeah. um, on your recent video, you talked about when you supported Gina that they started to come after your job yep. and um, everything else. So can you share a little bit about like, right. Like I, that? I mean, well, it was just from a tweet, right? Like a single. It was. That's what is so crazy about this whole, like the cancel crowd and the mob. They are just ruthless. They will look for anything to try to ruin you over. And, and they're just ridiculous. Um, so I followed Gina after I saw her on the Mandalorian and I thought she was awesome. Followed her, all that kind of stuff. Well, then I started when all the drama started unfolding and, and all that. And then she got fired. Um, I can't even remember what interaction I made. I either replied to one of her tweets or I liked it or something and was showing my support. And because of that, some rando hater, I don't even know who the heck they were, uh, they left a reply to me and was like, they thought that that they just exposed me. Like, I wouldn't want people to know that I openly supported her. Like, obviously, I follow her. I made that public tweet. Obviously, I didn't mind if people knew, but they thought they were just exposing some secret. Uh, and so they were like, wow, I can't believe you replied to Gina Carano and you're ruined. That was their exact words is you're ruined. And they were tagging GameStop. They were posting it. You would have this person as your host who supports Gina Carano and all this. And I'm like, go off, I guess. Waste your time. Cause you ain't exposing no secret. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. What, what? Now you've also been very vocal about the gaming industry mm -hmm. and how uh make sure i get this correct how they're okay. making how they're taking feminine femininity is that right <laughs> they're like defeminizing a female defeminizing, right they are characters. they really are uh, and here's the thing. If they want to make new characters and make them however they want to make them, great. Uh, that's fine. I, I like to see variety. That's cool. But when you take an existing character like Lara Croft, very curvy, femme fatale, very feminine. Like she was just, even though probably more in personality, she kind of had a, a, a masculine personality in a lot of ways. But there was still a lot of femininity there too, especially with her design. Um, and the way she presented herself. And so to take a character like that, who is so iconically, um, you know, this is a woman woman. Like they, that's even why they designed her that way in the first place was because, especially with the graphics back then, um, it, they, they wanted to exaggerate her features so that when you played the game, there was no denying. This is all woman here. And so for them to take that and, and to, to feel like, they have to make her take some of her curves away. And not only that, but they also took away her, her rebellious personality. And that's where I'm just like, how are you calling this progressive? You take her curves away. And now I feel bad for curvy women because their representation now is just not only not existing that much anymore, but it's also being shamed. Because when you have developers taking a curvy woman like Lara Croft and taking her curves away and saying, 
yeah, we're heroes of women for doing this, basically. What does that say? What kind of message is that sending to curvy women? Like, that's terrible. And uh, you're seeing it constantly now, and you're constantly seeing uh, these characters get transformed into this, this mold now. And I'm worried, too, for Joanna Dark next, because... Mm. Uh, on the concepts, they you know we've we've seen Joanna Dark in that like one piece like latex skin tight outfit looking awesome like a that bluish catsuit looking thing going and uh and yeah and so now she's the concept art is jeans and a leather jacket I mean that is the approved outfit for women not that jeans and a leather jacket are ugly I I wear jeans and leather jackets but that is like all the women have to wear the same thing now basically. Um, so seeing that in the concept arts, also Crystal Dynamics is now helping with, with the new Perfect Dark game, uh, which worries me because Crystal Dynamics are responsible for, uh, transforming Lara Croft from the, the bombshell femme fatale to, uh, the girl next door, uh, vulnerable, um, character now. And, uh, you know, again, if you make new characters like that, great, but to transform these femme fatales. Like that, they're my favorite type of character too, and they're just so hard to find now. It's just it's, was this was this like your it the woke culture or progressive culture, whatever people want to uh, you know call it. There's so many names now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, a lot of times, people don't see that culture until it affects something that they love. Like for me, yep. it was it was Star Wars, you know, and all that. And then to see like, whoa, what the heck are they doing? And then it's then you kind of was that like your first taste of it when they like when you saw like Laura Croft and you're like, what are they doing? It, you know, it, was, was that kind of like an eye opening moment or was this something that you saw building uh, from afar or? It absolutely was that that uh, was Laura Croft and seeing that happen that that kind of made me wake up a little bit. Cause I mean, when I first started making content online and all that kind of stuff, I was very open about, even on my last video, I, I posted a little snippet of it where I, I was like very open about the fact that, you know, I didn't identify as a feminist or anything like that. And so I wasn't into all of the, the, the woke stuff. And then after I made that video, people were like, but feminism's just equality and you want equality, right? And I'm like, yeah, equality's good, sure. And and so they make it, they kind of reel you in by thinking, oh, we just care about people, that's it. So I started thinking, oh, okay, well, that's fine. And then I, and so I wasn't seeing the toxic side of it at first because I just thought, oh, okay, let me look into this more. And so then I kind of like, started looking into it more. I kind of fell into it a little bit because I thought that they were well-intended. And uh, then even with Lara Croft, at first, I wasn't, at first I thought, okay, well, they're rebooting it. This is going to be new. This is going to be different. Let's give it a shot. I was, I was open to it. And I, and then later on, it just, it, it just hit me. And especially with developer interviews, that's when it really started hitting me is because mm. developers would make, little jabs at classic Lara Croft all the time. And they'd say, oh yeah, basically, oh, she was just an ice queen. Like she didn't have any substance. They would make really? comments about, yeah. And then when we talk about, hey, can you can you give the, the new Lara, can you give her a shorts? Just give her an outfit that somewhat resembles 
uh, her classic self and then we'll be like that would just be great for the fans to do like what's wrong with the pair of shorts you know and they're like uh we like i i, I I don't remember word for word. So just along the lines of what they said was oh, we we don't put Lara Croft in bikinis anymore. And, and <laughs> just like patronizing comments like that and stuff. And then it started, that's when I started to wake up a little bit to it. And what really, what really woke me up to it the most and what really made uh, woke me up. Well, what really made me more <laughs> against kind of the, the woke culture is when I started seeing how they come after people and that they try to mm. ruin people's lives over anything over something they said 10 years ago or over anything or over any nuanced opinion that's when i thought okay these aren't good people these are bullies who are pretending to be virtuous and there is this guy in the industry uh who oh, he's not in the industry anymore he got kicked out and canceled from the industry now some people can recover from an attempted cancellation like myself but he didn't have that opportunity because he uh he's a, a was a big guy and and they and and it made it easier to paint him out to be some villain because he's a big guy and he can if you don't know him you could say oh he's a big scary guy he, there's nothing scary about the guy he was a, a giant sweetheart and the thing is though is socially, socially, there was something there. I don't know. I can't diagnose him, but socially, he he was a little off on certain things and he didn't understand certain boundaries. That said, he'd never done anything crazy, but sometimes, you know, he'd like kind of follow some of us around and, and, and things like that. But we knew he was harmless. We knew he was a good guy and he was kind-hearted and he just wanted friends. And, um... Sure enough, someone came after him, tried to cancel him, had this giant campaign after him. He used to do like freelance journalism and stuff like that. He got kicked out of ever working in the industry, banned from all PAX events. That was Jeez. just his life. And that's what upset me so much is because I know that he lived for that. It, it was just his everything to be able to go and enjoy these events. And because he, he you know, didn't quite understand boundaries now if and this is what makes me upset is if she would have expressed to him and said hey i've got work to do right now don't follow me uh, he would have respected it i i've known this guy mm. for like 12 years i've constantly worked with him and then a bunch of other of other girls who've also worked with him we all agreed and tried to stand up for him that like hey just express your boundaries and he'll he'll listen but he doesn't understand the social cues unless you let him know there was yeah and so there this giant cancel campaign came after him a bunch of these male feminists came after him uh who didn't even know him and said terrible things and and just seeing uh, his his whole world crumble Seeing just uh, how everything he loved and everything that was such a huge part of his life just crumbled and be taken away from him forever because he can't he can't stand up for himself in the same way. He looks like the big scary guy compared to the old little innocent. And this was it, someone it was that worked with you or just well, he I didn't work with me with me, but like we he was like a colleague. Like he, oh, okay, okay. he was, was a, a journalist. Yeah. He would write for he'd okay, write okay. freelance for different gaming journalist things. Um and now and, it's and now he's been gone for Bye. years because because of that cancel and that and that's what made me realize how big of a bully they really are. And they'll do that for clout. 
that they will throw yeah. people under the bus and ruin their entire life for clout. And in this situation, I saw so many people and this, this went pretty viral. So thousands of people just saying terrible things to him and treating him like he was some kind of monster when he wasn't. And it, it, it was heartbreaking to see. And I thought, dude, how do I know this guy ain't gonna do something terrible because this is his whole world. And I was like, I'm not going to sit back and watch this happen and not stand up for him and him do something unthinkable because he just had his whole world just taken from him. Um, so yeah, I, that, that was the, that then they, the mob started coming after me a bit after that, but then the quartering made a video about it, that too. Yes. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yes. When the quartering made a video on you about a journalist that was trying to have you removed because these are the same same people that are like we need women to be in the forefront we need women you know justice for women (laughs) believe all women but cancel this one here she don't know what she's talking about like get rid of this one right here she she runs her mouth a little too much like nick we need women that don't talk that don't tweet that just say yes, yes, sir, no, sir. That's the women we want to support. At least that's how that's it your, echoes. You're right. That's exactly right. And that's the thing is a lot of these male feminist allies, they call themselves allies. First of all, a ton of them are predators. Okay. Uh, I would not trust one. I, I would, no way. Um, now, if, if, if any, not to say there aren't any good male feminist allies, but if someone identifies as a male feminist ally you bet i ain't gonna try to be anywhere alone with them because <laughs> there a lot of them are just incognito predators and um and they also want to pretend like they're a part of this movement when in reality it's just they want to control and that's uh, their way of getting in so many women in the chat cheering you on uh based <laughs> melanie is like you know that's, that's going on real quick just a couple more super chats jc Pena for two dollars nice to see a fellow g fan as yes. well uh <laughs> let's see dex for five dollars laura croft was such a sex symbol that they put her in a playboy back in actually the day. let that, me correct that i am the, the i am like the dictionary for tomb raider uh, they did not put her in playboy they wanted to and the developers uh opted out of it but they did want to put her in there I wouldn't have personally had a problem with it, but but no, she wasn't. Now, Rain from Blood Rain, she was, but yeah. <laughs> they, they, I didn't even know that. That's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, Big O says Jay's a big scary man. I, <laughs> my friend, I'm six four. You know, till I am, I'm a big guy. Okay, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, on camera, I look. You know, I I don't look that big, but well, and that's what that's what's scary about it is that someone who like uh, uh, knowing that the cancel crowd will believe they they will believe a lot of people based on appearances as well. So, say someone were to try to cancel you and you didn't even do anything wrong, but if she were a small little helpless girl and portrayed herself as a little helpless and oh, this big scary man, then they're gonna side with her, and it's sad because it's not you can't look at appearances. You have to look at context and you have to look at the situation and you have to look at what people are saying who uh, who have had the same interactions and what made me so frustrated about it at the time too is i even even the person who came after him and who started this in the first place i told her i said you know that socially there's some sort of disorder or something there you know that and she said yeah i do know that 
And I'm like, how can you acknowledge that and still try to cancel this guy? You yeah. just admitted that that the because they can't be wrong. It's like, wow. Also, yeah. how uh, it and 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 when what it looks like to the outside people was there's this small little helpless girl and this big scary man. But what it really was was she wasn't picking on someone her own size, even though physically, yes, but not in other areas socially and so that was extremely unfair yeah it was. Do, you, do you think they don't pick on you as much because they know melanie will fight back like i see the women that are in my chat i know some of them really well and they you know the trolls or whatever you want to call them would go after them on social media and and these girls will drop kick them back in the face like pretty quick to the point where <laughs> instead of having a conversation with them they they like you said they'll block and move on um you know because they uh well, the free speech is not free anymore it's it's like you can't uh -huh. say what you're feeling about and and it just seems like these past two years have really been like wow like they, they really want you to shut up about many issues and it goes from you know one issue to the next to this and to that and for you who have been in the gaming world uh, ha has it escalated or is it or is this just something new like this this group of people have taken over parts of the gaming industry and they just want to push it this progressive way and if you're in their way, then they don't want anything to do with you. Is that is that where we are? Do you think we'll ever get it, away from that? It's it's the latter. Because like when I first got in the gaming industry, it wasn't like that at all. Now, there were still other separate issues. Um, and then especially when you look at some, some of the higher ups within certain companies and stuff, there's a lot of corruption. And uh, just like with Hollywood, for example, gaming industry and Hollywood are very, very similar and becoming even more similar. Uh, so as you know, Hollywood is extremely corrupt and the gaming industry is continually becoming more corrupt. And I think that's one reason why the virtue signaling is louder than ever, because there it's more corrupt than ever and they're hiding it. Um, but also, uh, I do think that a lot of the gaming industry has been hijacked uh, by a lot of people who are either... Um, brand new and and pushing this this woke movement or who uh, maybe have some skeletons in their closet and they feel like, oh, if I'm all woke now, that can distract from some of my own issues. And that's uh, ultimately what seems to to have happened. And a lot of people that I've seen uh, in the industry who have just jumped on the woke train because they found that it was that they were gaining from it, um, gaining attention from it. Uh, then I've seen them get exposed for some pretty unspeakable things that would get you deplatformed de to even talk about that they've done to people. Wow. And yeah, I've seen that. And it's like, oh, okay, that's very telling. Now, it, 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 what that really says is for a lot of people who virtue signal the loudest, uh, they probably have the most skeletons in their closet. Not always. I do think that a lot of people are bamboozled into the movement. Um, but... Uh, a, a lot of the really have you, people too. Have you had like uh, close friends to say I can't be associate with you anymore because <laughs> yeah. see that's when you see people on like when you see people on Twitter or wherever on social media and they're just like, well, I'm no longer talking to my family because they're gonna vote <sighs> this way, or I'm no longer, yes. you know, this part, and it's like really like do you really believe that or are you just like waving a big red flag here like and and it's 
and and you also have these people that come out too and they're saying listen it's thanksgiving time and you might have to come face to face with this person who supports this and this is what you have to do or maybe just don't go anymore and just stay home and don't be with your family and it's like you really took the time to write that out like really like you took the and you start to see the destruction of like it's like the destruction like this is even deeper than video games it's like right. the destruction of family yeah and uh the separation of uh you know it's just like family just just like separate everybody keep everybody locked away and unless you support what we want you to support yeah so it's, it's, it's terrible it's I, what I really feel like is, you know, anyone who's like familiar with the, the Bible, for example, and the Pharisees and Jesus calling them out all the time, uh, mm. the, the woke crowd and, and the mob, uh, I, I very much liken them to uh, they're just modern day Pharisees, essentially. And so they, they feel self-righteous by believing in the way that they do. And if anybody else, it does not um, follow along with that, then they push them away and they absolutely are extremely judgmental. Um, I mean, it goes, just goes along with, with, uh, what the Bible says is when Jesus said, uh, those without sin, grab the first stone. I mean, that's, that's how it should be when you really think about it, but they don't think that way. <laughs> uh, no, real quick to and I thank you for the $2. It says what got, uh, what got me was me and drama. Mass Effect. Mass Effect and drama. Oh, made women ugly. Yeah. So what happened was like made on Mass ugly. Effect andromeda yeah they made the guys like mega hot and then they made the women like not nearly as pretty as their actual models <laughs> it was like they, they purposefully made them uglier than their models but the men got to be hot <laughs> but i guess for some reason that, that's, is that equality like that it's not that's what i don't understand it's like wait i can't play as a hot girl i can play as a hot guy but i can't play as a hot girl that's not fair <laughs> you know i just I, you just wonder how long this will last when people will just be like, I'm not going to play your games anymore. Like, I'm going to go back to, you know, classic Nintendo yeah. and uh, play some tech mobile uh, radio. An awesome, awesome Twitch streamer. Haven't known her for long, but I adore this woman. Uh, she's the kind that I'm more than happy to have my daughters watch and look up to. And my oldest does. That's so sweet. Oh, my gosh. You Thank sure you. about that radio? I'm just saying, like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. She likes the Steelers. Like, she's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I didn't, I didn't want to like throw that card out there, but you know, she's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Um, I'm, I'm Florida, so I'm all things Miami, and I, we can't talk about my football team ever because they're the worst. Uh, they're terrible. Thank you for the dollar. Thank you for the dollar super chat. Um, a couple more X Wing. Thank you for the five. I really appreciate it. I pre- I appreciate the support. Um, I don't know if I could read all of that. Yeah. On, <laughs> but thank you for the super. Thank you for the super chat. I get what you're saying, though. I get what you're saying, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People usually end up blocking. And Lulu, much love to you, Lulu. Thank you for the ten dollars. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for the support today. Now, yeah, now everyone's roasting me for. Miami Dolphins. It's it's awful. <laughs> hey, you're you're not a Jaguars or or a Jets fan, so you're not at the way bottom. You're just almost there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't been relevant since you know Ace Ventura. So yeah, and here we but, go. I mean, y'all yeah. were like the 
only team go. who could Thanks. beat the Dynasty Patriots, though. So that's something you had that, going for you. That was our Super Bowl. It's like, it you know, was. we know we're not making the playoffs. We know, you know, they'll mess it up later. In the, they'll get rid of our best players. So if we can beat the Patriots, <laughs> we're, we're we're partying, man. We're celebrating. Uh, you know, we're doing our whole thing. And it's like there was a slimmer of hope that we were going to get Tom Brady back then. <laughs> I was like, don't give us hope, man. Don't give the Dolphins hope. It's just that's not Aww. who we are. So, you know. Uh oh, now you're getting football questions. The good <laughs> Tom King for two dollars. <laughs> what would you think about the Steelers with Rogers? It's funny because I've actually been saying for for months now, I'm like, we need Aaron Rodgers. Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. So you, you'd welcome Aaron Rodgers oh, to the yeah, Steelers. I would. And it's funny because if you actually look at the past uh, from like his commercials and stuff, because he has like that dry humor or whatever. And I used to to like make jokes about him all the time negatively uh, <laughs> on Twitter all the time. I was just like, uh, Aaron Rodgers is such a jerk. Aaron Rodgers is such a jerk. that I'm like, oh, wait, we need a quarterback. Let's get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, is it true time. like the Steelers cue he retired? He's oh, yeah. Ben's done. Uh, he was amazing. And and I have so many great memories, especially with the those two Super Bowls. Man, me getting to to enjoy those as a Steelers fan. I'm forever grateful. All right, hold on a second. Kurt Warner is a Christian. All right. He beat a <laughs> Christian in the Super Bowl. You're not supposed to cheer for that. Right? Ben Roethlisberger is a Christian too. That's why he points up to the right. sky. Well, let me tell uh, you. Yeah. About and he's ben number seven. <laughs> All right. I have a Ben Roethlisberger story that proves okay. he's not a Christian. No, no, no. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was in Orlando uh, visiting, and there's a golf course that's, that's out here uh, called Champions Gate. It's Champions Gate. It's a really, really ritzy golf course. And every now and then, I had a friend that works over there. And he's like, hey, man, there's no one here. Like, you can come play golf. So it's like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So we were going out there. And we were like, they were all ready to play golf. And it's like, well, you can't go out there now. Why? Ben Roethlisberger showed up. <laughs> and I'm like, what does that mean? Well, he demands a private, you know, like they, he doesn't want anyone within like six hole or something like that. Anyway, he wants it like a private right. course. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> man, forget that, man. I'm here to play. <laughs> oh, you know, football man, players can be a little bit of divas sometimes. No, he's not. <laughs> no, it's just like that. That's my only it's not even a great story, but it was kind of weird. It was like, can I see him? Like, what does I, he look like? <laughs> I think the only answer here is to cancel him. Let's let's get our campaign I, I, yeah, started. Yeah, I canceled him from that. I, like, left a worded letter. You know, <laughs> like, that's what I wrote a letter while I was waiting. And uh, it, you know, as a Dolphin fan, it was my duty, you know, just to yeah. yell. Just to yell, like, you suck. You know, just <laughs> randomly. You know, I probably didn't hear it. Um, <laughs> you know, I was looking for his car. Didn't see it. Uh, what was I going to do? Nothing. But still. <laughs> I would have pointed angrily. That's what we do. Uh, you know, that's what we do. Anyway, a couple more. <laughs> Get me on a tangent of football. <laughs> Melanie is a great Twitch streamer. I'm a new fan. Kaylee's awesome. Oh, Kaylee, nice hat. I see it in Avatar. Kaylee's freaking awesome. Uh, everybody needs a Kaylee in their life. She always shares everyone's like streams Aww. and everything on her social media. 
Thank you for the $10. It's Jesus. Jesus has made Yay! it with a Spider-Man mask. I love it. Hey, Susan. <laughs> Good guy. Good guy. Dr. Rachel Lindbergh, another outspoken, strong female, uh, gives a super sticker. And yeah, she hates the fact that uh, they're making women look like men uh, in, in everything. Uh, you two make a cute couple. You should ask her out. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for embarrassing me on my podcast. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the $2. He knew I had to read it, so he sent it that way. Um, <laughs> what are you... Uh, let's see. Hold on a second. Is this a football question? What do you think of uh, Malik oh. Wills or Sam Howell? And I am related to, to Ben through his, his wife's side of the family. Oh. Are you really Wicked Steel? Wow. That's awesome. I will admit I'm not very familiar with Malik Willis or Sam Howell, so I can't really go off on that. But uh, right now I'm hoping for Aaron Rodgers. It, it, otherwise, let's see what else is out there. But you still watch. You know, I mean, you'll watch the the Super Bowl. and. Oh, yeah, I always watch. Who are you, who are you cheering for? This is very uh, blasphemous in a way, but uh, who day, man, going for the Bengals here, even though they're in our division. But here's the thing. I feel like most football fans, you got your teams that you hate in your division, and there's normally like that one team in your division that, you know, you're kind of cool with them. You're like, okay, you know, I don't hate you as much as I hate like the Browns or or the Ravens. Uh, and also, it's like, it's an AFC team. I feel like when it comes to the Super Bowl, I usually feel, unless like one of my family members, yeah, I got to go for AFC, man. So, yeah, AFC North represent. Let's go. People are freaking out. It's a, yes, it's a, it's a woman that likes football and video games and speaks <laughs> up. Like, what more could you ask for, right? That's everyone, everyone is saying, oh, dear God, they're embarrassing me. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I can't asking, see chat, so that may, might God, maybe that'll make you less embarrassed. God yeah. is, uh, he's always working with me here. So, um, the interesting comment that you know you brought up Jesus. Oh, I see the little puppy just uh, yeah. strolled all in. Yeah, yeah. If you follow <laughs> Melanie on all her social media, you know she lives in a zoo and uh, with cats and dogs and. I have a cat and a dog and two gerbils. There you go. That's right. No fish. Well, uh, not right now. Like currently, this is is my pet situation. I have a cat and a a dog and two gerbils. Now, uh, you know, before when I was in a relationship, there were more pets. And, and, you know, when when the split ups happen, the, the, the fur babies have to you have to divide them. Uh, These are what I'm left with. There you have, it. there you have it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to bring. All right, the dog distracted me. There you go. The um, you brought up Jesus and the uh, Pharisees. Mm-hmm. I'm always reminded when I see this stuff on Twitter that there's there's such a powerful verse in Matthew where Jesus was just slamming these people, uh, these religious rulers, mm-hmm. basically saying, um, "You're the you." You put so much heavy weight on these people that they can't even bear burden. It's like we see that today with with this type of culture where they just like we want you to be. You got to be like this. You got to be like this. You got to be like this. If you want to be successful, you got to be like this. You can't be this. You can't be this. You can't do that. You got to be perfect. You got to have that. You got to have your pronouns in your bio. You got to have this check. I mean, it's like a nonstop. Like it never ends. Yep. Yep. 
you know, it like it like never ends. And even Jesus called this stuff out. But a, a oh, question yeah. that I usually ask everyone is, uh, what was your what was your biggest? What would you say like in this career of yours? What was like? Did you have like a big wow moment where you were just like, wow, this is really, this is really cool. Like like mm-hmm. where you could like almost. A lot. I say this, and sorry, I'm rambling just a tad, but I say this because a lot of creators that are on YouTube, and I'm kind of new to this, uh, this whole YouTube thing. But a lot of creators, they never get a chance to sit back and enjoy, because there's always the next day. You know, it's like, right. oh, I made a video, or I went to an event, or I went to this. It's like you never stop working in this life, in this this right. type of world that we're in. Because you're going back on Twitch, you're gonna play the next game. This is mm-hmm. gonna come out. You got to make the next video. You got to do this. You got to make the next appearance, et cetera, et cetera. And so sometimes it's hard to sit back and go, "Okay, that was really cool." You, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you, did you have a moment where it was just like, "Wow, this is really amazing"? It, just- it was. It was at first, especially like when I first like got my foot in the door. And that was when I got my internship with the the frag dolls at the time back in 2010. Um, I was working at a bank. I was a bank teller. I enjoyed it. It was fun. But, you know, it wasn't what I wanted to do forever. And so. You were um, a what- bank teller? Sorry. I didn't yes. <laughs> Did you imagine going to the bank and seeing Melanie Mack? And she's like, how would you like this check cash, sir? Uh yeah. Uh, sorry, so sorry, continue. Forgive I was me. a bank teller. And so then when I, I got that internship, then uh, I, I got to go to my very first gaming convention, which was PAX East 2010. And uh, one of my all time favorite video game series is Splinter Cell. And so that was the game I was assigned to. And basically, my job there was to teach people how to play the, the demo that we had set up there. You taught and, people how to play video games? Uh, yeah. I mean, but when, when people at the convention would walk by and be like, oh, what's this? I'm like, oh, okay, oh this is Splinter okay. Cell. Here's the multiplayer setup. This is the buttons. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. And then I would tell them all the like talking points or the, the selling points of the game and, and that kind of stuff. And so uh, it was just that. I was just like, wow, this is a dream come true, man. Like I'm getting to, to help promote one of my favorite game series ever. And so it it felt like just a dream. And, and there's still times, uh, depending on, on the project that I'm working on and stuff that I'll get that feeling again. And, uh, like if I get to do something with, with a game that I've just been a fan of for a long time or something, then it, then it hits me like that as well. And when I've gotten to do stuff with Tomb Raider and things like that, it's like, oh my gosh, wow. Even though I have a lot of criticisms about current Tomb Raider, but still, uh, even so, being a getting to to be a part of of whatever it may be for like promoting or being at an event and or getting to play early or something like that, it's like, wow, this is. I still get I still get really excited. That's yeah. see, that's that's awesome. Um, now with that. Was there a moment, like, did you have, like, a really low moment that you had to, and and the reason I ask this is because I know a lot of people listening are in that, Right. they might be in that low moment in life, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, during this career time, did you ever hit, like, where you, where you might have felt like it was kind of rock bottom, where you just had to, like, oh, yeah. you know, take a deep breath, and how did you work yourself 
like through that. It's happened multiple times. The first time I feel like that happened was back in like 2015. That's when uh, YouTube did that whole adpocalypse and stuff. My channel got hit extremely hard. I I went from like that. My channel was growing so rapidly. And then that algorithm changed, adpocalypse, and then just boom. It, it just stopped. And I was so worried about it, freaking out about it. I was like, oh, no, what do I do from here? And I, I felt like I was starting over and I was so discouraged because I, I was on like a good trajectory and then boom and and stuff like that can happen at any time and and anytime you have to worry about numbers and staying relevant and it, it can be stressful and so what I had to learn to do was take a step back um I and, and not put as much focus on that kind of stuff but then also at one of my lowest moments in in my career was last summer when they tried to cancel me um because I made a tweet saying that I support choice with people's bodies and, and mm -hmm. the mandates. I'm against the mandates. And uh, I, I talked about that in my video. I uploaded today a bit, but they, I had, I lost so many friends, people I thought were my friends or colleagues in the, in the gaming industry who just threw me under the bus and said absolutely terrible, terrible things. I would never say to somebody um, saying that to me all for some internet points because th they wanted to make me look like the bad guy because I'm against mandates. And um, that that was very difficult. It almost broke me. I didn't express that because I'm not going to wow. let the mob know that they affected me like that. And so I didn't at that time. And and what I didn't realize, though, is at the time I felt like, oh, my gosh, and I didn't know am I if I was going to never be able to work in the industry again and all this kind of stuff. And right now, honestly, since I have been outspoken, I still don't know. Am I going to get brand deals anymore? Am I going to get new sponsors? Am I going to get, uh, am I going to be able to work with these game companies anymore? Or, but because I'm not parroting the narrative, are they not going to want to work with me anymore? And you know what? That might be a reality, but at any rate, uh, it's worth it to, to speak out and to not feel like you have to be silenced. And so for me that that was just kind of that 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 low one of the lowest moments and for me for when i felt like i lost i felt like i was losing everything i was like everything mm. i've worked so hard for is going to be gone just because i tried to show some some support to people and by being against these mandates and and by supporting choice and um it was very difficult but what what it ended up doing was it ended up showing me a lot more great people out there who aren't uh so judgmental who aren't so forceful of of uh, forcing their narrative on everybody else and even if they're not big names in the industry that doesn't matter people are people you know and because of all this that's went down i've i've been able to use my voice now more than ever and i feel at some point when you're like what have I got to lose now? Yeah. You know, I might as well just be me because what have I got to lose? I already, I already like lost all those colleagues and people I thought were my friends. And you know what? Am I alive? Am I okay? Yeah. You know what? I'm honestly better for it because they weren't really my friends if they would treat me like that. So the toilet flushed itself, man. You know, <laughs> that's just the way you got to look at it is that the people who were there for you, they'll be there for you and they'll show up for you. And it showed me who was really there for me and who was just either there for clout or who was just quick to throw me under the bus because they thought they could get some clout for it. But it, it ended up being one of the best things ever because now I'm enjoying content, like making content and more than I have 
in like a decade. And it's like, I can be myself now. I don't have to worry about stuff. I don't have to worry about people not liking me because the ones who already like turned their back on me already did it anyway. It's like, but I've also made a bunch of new friends and have gotten a lot of more people since I'm using my voice now. It makes me more authentic. And in the end, that makes people yeah. want to watch me more. People don't want to watch fake people. No. And when, when everyone's parroting this, this whole woke narrative, uh, most of that is fake. If I'm being honest, most of it is keeping up appearances. So when you're surrounded by a ton of fakeness, when you see someone who's being genuine and you see, oh, here's a flawed human being who is being genuine, who can be toxic sometimes, you know, <laughs> hey, that's cool. You know, it's just. It, it turned out to to be it turned out to work out for the good and i'm very glad at how things unfolded because i would much rather be in the position i'm in now than where i was before when i felt like i had to be silenced i think it's all right from an outsider looking in i we were talking before the stream uh before that started too and i i always felt it i always i thought it was always weird that like our paths never cross because it right. seems like like we follow all the same people mm -hmm. and you were just like it, it's almost like you took some time and you and now you're like all right this is the new <laughs> this is the new melanie Matt. i'm gonna this speak my me. mind like this is who i am i'm not i don't care and now it seems like your stock is starting like to to pick up like everybody's asking you for interviews now you know i yeah. bothered you for like months you know i was like I'm not trying to be weird here. <laughs> I'm excited because for, for years there, I felt like I couldn't use my voice at all. And so when you're trying to, to be a content creator, which relies so heavily on your personality, but you can't even express your personality without fear of the mob, then it's just, it's not gratifying at all. I was so burned out. I was so, I, I didn't even know what direction I was going in. I was like, what am I even mm. doing? This is, it felt like a chore. And and finally, whenever whenever it got to the point to where I was like, hey, I'm losing my voice or I'm using my voice now. And if I lose people along the way, so be it. Uh, now that I can actually be myself and 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 for some people, they're like, wow, who's this new you? It's like this isn't a new me. This is just I'm expressing myself now. And before I felt like I had to be quiet and you'd see like little pieces of it before. Yeah. But now, hey. I ain't, I ain't worried about anything anymore. Just let it fly. Yeah. Um, my mods in the chat. Can you make sure that this this is Melanie Mac's yes. new YouTube channel called Melanie Mac Go Boom? <laughs> and her first video was just like she just let it all out, everyone. Like she just <laughs> let it all out. So if you could find this mods and put yeah, this in the I chat can't and... make a custom URL for it yet because it's a new channel. I have to wait a month. So. I have it linked on my link tree. Also, if the mods that I'm sure they might be able to post a link there. It's on my social media. I shared it, but yeah. And, and everything else is in the description. Her Twitch channel, her other YouTube, everything is. Uh, you can find Yay. it there as well. So you can, uh, you guys can just follow her on all accounts. Let me just get through some of these embarrassing things real quick. <laughs> uh, wait, are we shipping these two now? Thank you for the two dollars super chat. Appreciate it. I apologize for. Anyway, Codonomics for five. I don't care about women that like football and video games. I like women who like pew pew and who think I'm cute. Low standards, high rewards. 
They just be yourself, man. Just be yourself. <laughs> sorry, I put you on the spot. She should ask you out. So, thank you for the two dollars. I'm sorry, Melanie. Uh, I don't understand. And and someone that you know is in the chat. I see Anna, that Star Wars girl, is Yay! in the chat. Uh, and she's literally saying, "Show us your feet." I'm sorry about that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> D, thank you for the ten dollars <laughs> super sticker. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, also, soul for five. He says, "As my T-shirt I'm wearing says, always be yourself. Unless you could be Batman, then always be Batman." That is true. It's a very uh, good point. That's a pretty. Uh, I'd like to be Batman for a day. I mean, yeah. <laughs> who knows? Would you like to be Batman for a day? I would. I would. I thousand percent would. Um. Here's Matt. Melanie, are you aware of Friday Night Tights? Would you consider going on their show? Thanks for promoting somebody else's show on my show. The um, real question is: Would you consider? <laughs> would you consider watching me on there on I don't know March 25th? That's the real question. Are you gonna be on? Maybe March twenty fifth, <laughs> Friday night tights. Seems like seems like X Ray Girl probably already got a hold of you uh, yeah. to put you on the show. Well, I'm I got to hear first, everyone. Okay, does that count for anything? No, 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 no. They're all my friends over there, uh, so mm. they're they're good people. Anna says she was talking to me about. All right, this uh, podcast has really gotten way out of hand. Um, thank you, Chad, for making. I, as you could tell. Nothing makes Melanie uncomfortable. Uh, she's dealt with with trolls, cancellations, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, for some years now. So, you know, that's how it is. Uh, hold on. <laughs> let me address something. Wow. Jay's getting jealous. Absolutely not. It's just a joke. Everyone calm down. <laughs> Everyone calm down. Gary and all them over there are they're They're some of my best friends. So don't uh, don't. That's how internet stuff gets started, people. Uh, that's how internet stuff gets. I can already, Jeremy, the quartering. He's already making his video now. I know <laughs> he's gonna say how much he hates me. The like drama. that's just how it is. Um, I, <laughs> it's just, and that's funny how you know, like we were talking about Jeremy the quartering too. How they people didn't want you to be his friend or associate no. with them. And see, that's it's it's so weird. It's it's like people nowadays, they tell you, I know what's best for you, Melanie. You shouldn't hang out with this right. person. You shouldn't do this. Don't drink that. Don't do this. I know what's best for you. So listen to me. Um, you don't need to have an opinion because I know what's best for you. It seems like that's it is. Uh, and and what it is, is is the mob wants to control every facet of your life. They want to choose what not only what you think and what you say, but they want to choose who you associate with and everything. And if at any point you have any you, you go off that path at all whatsoever, then they want to try to ruin your reputation. It's, it's absolutely manipulation. Uh, if they can't mm. control you, then they want to control how other people see you. And it's just terrible so what speaking of motivation what is what is your motivation oh like, man what, do you have one uh obviously you're trying to create something days, with your brand and yeah i mean now it's just like i'm gonna be honest now i just feel like i get to be myself i get to troll a little bit i get to i get to like share my my opinions i get to be me i get to just have fun and I feel like I've been silenced for so long that now my motivation is like, I can talk now. 
wow, all right, let's go. Like the doors are open. I'm excited for this. This sounds fun. And, and yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't just, yeah. She's just having, enjoying it now. Enjoying enjoying, life. Exactly. That's it. My motivation now is that I'm actually having fun now. That's, man, that's worth more than gold. Trust Mm -hmm. me, people. Like I, like I, like I was, I was telling Melanie, I was like, I get paid to go to theme parks. So it's like, <laughs> if you ever hear me complaining about life, it's like, Hey Jay, <laughs> maybe you need to shut up. So <laughs> it's like, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying, uh, enjoying that. Let me ask you, you are, this is a switch. You are really big into fitness right now. Mm-hmm. You love showing your abs off yep. on your social media. So fellas, there you go. Uh, there's a tip for you. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you work hard for those apps. You know what I mean? Like you, right. you, you work. You're working hard. Do you do you wonder why uh, health and fitness has not been a discussion in this entire pandemic era that we're living in? I swear, just to bring it up, even you get <laughs> you get called a terrible person, and I'm constantly I've lost friends for that. <laughs> it's like really wow. And I'm even and and here's my uh, what i don't understand is i don't even have a controversial stance on that i'm just like health should be encouraged yes also if you're not healthy or if you're obese or something it's not entirely your fault because the current guidelines are wrong and so i even like uh, uh, there is no fat shaming to be had here because i know that the way that current guidelines are and teaching people just simple calorie counting instead of going into detail with macros and all that kind of stuff is it sets people up for failure. So do I think that Mm. a lot of people who are obese and unhealthy, is it their fault for a lot of them? It's not because they don't know what to do. Like they, they really Mm. don't know what to do because whatever they're taught to do doesn't work. And if you're just taught, taught calorie counting and you're eating the good foods and the addicting foods, and, the, and the, the tasty foods that have no nutritional value, then you're going to be hungry because your body wants nutrients. And so that just sets people up for a binge eating disorder, honestly. Um, so it's, yeah, I'm just like, uh, not not only should, should uh, we should all be encouraging good health. And for me to actually have lost friends over that, over posting pictures and telling people, hey, you know, here's what's working for me. And here's some things I suggest uh, that makes some people very angry. <laughs> OK, well, this is all I'm saying. If you uh, just for context for people, if you follow Melanie, <laughs> I'll just throw out Instagram, whatever. Every day she posts her meals and it's a big bowl of shrimp and hamburger and meat and chicken. Yeah. And. I eat meat. That's that's, that's like it. just a meat based diet. That's almost that's almost all I eat. Just some just beef, chicken, shrimp, as as long as it's fish or or some sort of meat. There we go. And so, do you have a lot of people saying you better eat your vegetables, young yes. lady? Uh, and that's one thing that I for and this is a, another issue I have with the whole misinformation thing because technically my entire diet is misinformation. It goes against everything I've been taught. Like I mean, and when I first tried it over, over two years ago, my mom's like, "No vegetables, be careful!" Like she was terrified, and I tried it anyway. I have endometriosis, and so it's something I've lived with my whole life that's just been debilitating ever, ever since puberty. It was just debilitating. And so I saw somewhere online or on a group where this woman said that this helped her. So I was like, I'm going to try it. And so I did that. It ate nothing but meat and eggs. And sure enough, it took a couple months or so for my hormones to regulate. But all of a sudden, I'm talking at least an 80% improvement. And my quality of life 
is is just mm. phenomenally better than it used to be. And I'm the health like I'm the healthiest I've ever been. I used to be uh, almost almost completely vegetarian, and I was completely vegan for a period of time. I never felt sicker. Um, wow. Yeah, and so now Don't here say I that am. Out loud. <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> just, no, no, I was just kidding. Like, like that'll get you canceled. Number seven. Hey, so if there somebody, it is. hey, if it works, if somebody is like living and thriving as a vegetarian, good for you. But I'm just saying for me, no. And and so when I switched over to a full meat-based diet, I don't even eat vegetables now, uh, except on extremely rare occasion. I, I could run laps around myself at 16. I'm 35 now. It's just like this, this is truly an, an amazing way of eating that, that is great. And I'm in, the, I'm in these groups that have like 30,000 members in it. And people have been eating this way for like 20 years, just thriving. And, um, and it's just like, uh, technically this is considered misinformation, but why, why am I in the best health of my life ever since I started it? You know, that's just, one of those things uh, that's and that again that's the thing um as soon as you said 35 everyone freaks out so, <laughs> there you go so i'm telling you it works something right yeah must be doing something right so all right so now <laughs> i fear for your dms meat eater football watcher video game player uh showing abs on your social media so i i don't envy your dms so that's i can only imagine the kind of fun stuff that you have to deal with on a regular basis yeah. including someone like me that was entertaining <laughs> i was very respectful by the way just so y'all know you're um, always cool you're always yeah, cool. exactly very yeah. very respectful yeah uh great everyone's freaking out um but you feel better you lost a lot of weight well i was you never i never really had a weight problem so that's that was like you it never was... Yeah, but, but that's the thing is I used to be more what you call like skinny fat a little bit where I had almost no muscle and um, I was still skinny, but, you know, I was a little squishy and stuff. And so I, I, I could not put on muscle to save my life until I changed my nutrition. And uh, then over the past year, I've put on at least 10 pounds of muscle, even though like physically I'm smaller, but I weigh more because I've actually built a, a lot of muscle and uh, yeah, I feel I feel better than ever. I feel. Do you great. enjoy going to the gym? I love it. I I absolutely love it. It gives me a break from my pets. <laughs> my pets are very clingy. I love them so much, but sometimes I'm like, I gotta go to the gym. <laughs> I gotta need some space. Uh, so yeah, it's fun. I, it, it's it's my yeah. I'm like I said, I'm very introverted, so I don't actually leave my house for much, and so. Uh, the gym is one of those things, though. And, and since I also work from home, then it, it, when I'm disconnected completely and I'm just there at the gym that I don't have to think about work, I don't have to think about any stress. Yeah. I can just lift some weights, you know, <laughs> you're I'm sorry, but your gym. It's got that old like high school clock in the back, wherever you take those photos. Oh, in the locker room. Yeah. Like, is that like the YMCA? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like wherever, <laughs> wherever you go, I, no, I think it's very, I think it's very motivating that you are constantly just saying, this is who I am and you can do it and you can, you know, you could change your life and, and mm -hmm. feel good about yourself. And I'm sure there's people listening, like what you have any advice for them that are like, you know, maybe I, how do I even get started? How do I find the right diet? Like what, like, how do I, how would you, 
what would you say to them? Uh, the biggest yeah. thing I can I can stress, obviously, I'm very um, I, I encourage animal animal protein, animal fats above anything else. But the way that I really break it down for people is macros matter more than calories ever could because macros all are different. You can have, you can literally die of starvation with a belly full of protein. So when you're factoring in your macros or you're, if you're just counting calories and you're not getting like, it, 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 it's just simple deduction here, make protein your biggest, your biggest food source, especially animal protein. Cause plant proteins, we don't absorb the same. So animal protein needs to be your absolute like priority. Okay. And, and there's different calculators you can look at online or you can hit me up on Twitter or something. I'm all, I, I, I constantly go off about this. Um, yeah. Prioritize protein. I, I eat 130 grams of protein a day. And for reference, I weigh about 115, 120 pounds. So that's more than my body weight in, in grams of protein. Um, I make that my top priority. And then carbs are my lowest priority because carbs are the only non-essential macronutrient. Now, for different people, there's a varying level of what works good for them and what doesn't. For me, it's it's almost no carbs, but hey, some people can might feel better with a little more. Um, and then just eat. fats and carbs are energy. Protein is strength. Don't even worry about limiting protein at all. Fats and carbs are what you have to monitor. And Fats are essential and carbs aren't. So do what what do what you will with that. <laughs> I mean, like my thing is, see, that's a lot of information for me. I'd be like, well, just start walking around the house. <laughs> I mean, even that that helps. <laughs> like, don't come for me for like I, I walk around the theme parks. I walk like six miles, you know, like recording yeah. stuff. You know, that's but they good. do have, they do got nice ice cream there. That's the problem. So, <laughs> but still, yeah, and it's and. Um, oh, Krista Nova is here, just screaming your name. Uh, another one, yeah. I think you follow her on Twitter. I do. She's, she's awesome. She's also part of Geese and Gamers, and we play a lot of Twitch games together. Nice. Everyone in the chat is like, Melanie, can you teach Jay to play Mario Kart? Mario <laughs> Kart, like you're you're not on the Nintendo side too much. Uh, it depends it depends i like a, I like like fire emblem when it comes to nintendo fire emblem is my jam um mm. mario kart and uh, now smash bros yeah smash bros i i'm all about so i uh, yeah i, I could kick your butt in smash bros <laughs> i agree see i could play fortnite for 35 40 hours without a right. problem and i could dominate anybody <laughs> mm -hmm. i like dominating like the eighth graders you know just like nice. oh yeah okay here we go Anyway, uh, but then, like, when it comes to Nintendo games, I don't know why. Either my thumbs just don't understand the controller mechanics <laughs> properly or what. I'm terrible. I am I am awful. Like, they only have me on because they want to laugh at how poorly I play uh, Mario Kart. It's like That's I'm, great. like, dead last. And Vara Dark, another female oh, outspoken hey! gamer. I love her. Isn't she the best? I agree with her there. Fortnite does suck. <laughs> I can't win with these women, everyone. You see, I used I'm, to I'm, really love I'm it. I'm feeling though. attacked. All right. I, I think I'm just burnt out of it, is why I say it sucks now. But I did used to really enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you, D, for the I'm feeling attacked on my own. Use <laughs> that. Vara's like, all right, you know what, Vara? Raise uh, you. <laughs> I normally don't play these during the podcast recording, but because you're here, 
and you you made a statement. The, let's just tell the world how you really feel about three PO. He's so great. I love him. All right, I just wanted to like play that just to get that out. All right, so there we are. <laughs> um. Oh, this is Frank. How are you, Frank? This is Chrissy Myers' manager. Is that is that is that nice. okay to say? Awesome stream. Loving the interviews, Jay. Curious if Melanie has the same feelings as Chrissy. Oh, please. Come on. They are really like, uh, they're really uh, getting on me today. All right. The, the question is, does Melanie have the same feelings as Chrissy about adults going to Disney World? Like, what do you think about Disney World and going to Disney World? You think it's like crazy people do that? Or is it something that you would do? Uh, is it, the, it wouldn't be my first choice. Now they're on special occasions every once in a while. Now people who, who go to Disney every single week for entertainment, like voluntarily, uh, I don't, I can't relate to them. <laughs> you don't live here. Like it's different. It's different. Well, oh God, I don't know. I even, going. even when I was Let in it, California okay. though, Disneyland, I was like, wait, people go here every single week. <laughs> Just let it out. It's all right. They do. Uh, yeah. I'm one of them, unfortunately. <laughs> but you get paid to be there. You at least got some sort of excuse. A little different. Uh, here is the president and CEO of Geeks and Gamers, who never comes in my live streams, uh, just to come in to tell me that Fortnite is trash. Uh, even though I can carry almost 100 people watching my live streams playing Fortnite there, Mr. Jeremy. Uh, so, yeah. I'm so sorry, Melanie. Uh, this has turned into something like VAR is 100. <laughs> Everyone, I hope you're doing okay. Uh, Christopher, I sell it for $5. I see you have a Gamerhead Tomb Raider statue back there, Melanie. I have one on the left. I need to get others. Yes. Yeah, I I love the the Tomb Raider 3 one is my favorite where she's got that Nevada outfit. It's my absolute favorite uh, Lara Croft outfit of all time. What 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 was about Laura that you fell in love with? Yeah, like when I was, was when it? I was young, when I was like a kid, preteen. Um, I, I think it, just for me is is uh, see we had Samus and stuff, but I I wasn't really into Metro until later. And so for me, whenever I did play Tomb Raider, um, that was like my first experience with like a femme fatale character, and. I always thought I always loved like those bombshell looking characters anyway. When I remember when I was a little kid, like seeing I wasn't allowed to watch the sh the movie, but the the Jessica Rabbit design, I remember thinking, "Oh, she's so pretty." Like I just thought she was so pretty and I loved that. I was just and so with Lara Croft, it was it was a similar thing. And I think what's funny about it is some people want to act like, oh, well, kids play this. And so what? Kids don't look at it like that. Kids look at it as like, oh, she's pretty. You know, it's innocent. And and so that's how I looked at Lara Croft. I was just like, oh, she's so pretty. And oh, my gosh, she kicks butt. This is amazing. And I was just obsessed right off the bat. She was just my hero. <laughs> Mara says those pointy Laura boobs, that's what she fell in love with. Yeah. Laura. Yeah, those, those those like PS1 pointy polygons. My goodness. <laughs> Thank you, Laura, for blessing me <laughs> with your with your presence uh here. Um anyway, 
Other than Laura Croft, what's uh, what's been your favorite video game to play uh, right now? Oh, right now I've been back in World we, of Warcraft. Unfortunately, like, do you have like one? Do you have like an all-time? Oh, like my favorite series though. I, I mean, I, I like Tomb Raider. I like Splinter Cell. I really like Devil May Cry series a whole lot. Uh, I really like Fire Emblem. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn of the newer stuff. I really loved that, so I'm excited for Forbidden West. Um, I mean, I kind of have a little bit of criticisms about certain things, but I ultimately am really excited for it. So, I mean, yeah, that's kind of the basic. Did you like The Last of Us 2? I didn't even play it, dude. I am not. <laughs> no. I refuse. I just had to ask. <laughs> you don't do my guy Joel like that. No. Mm-mm. Just had to. I, you are growing in our uh, fellowship community each day with these uh, amazing... <laughs> Amazing answers. Uh, most disappointed game that you played. That you Ooh, played. God. Not one that you just completely avoided, but you were like, oh, this looks awesome. And then you're like, well, that was kind of a big letdown. Oh. I, you know, I don't even know because I feel like with a lot of games, if I'm really looking forward to them and then I'll see something on them and be like, uh, maybe I'm not. Maybe, or it turned out to kind of bomb that I don't even really try it. If, I wanna, if it just... Yeah, so, uh, man, off the top of my head, put me on the spot there. I can't really come up okay. with something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There has to been a few, right? Like you. I mean, there's been to. I, I remember one of. Uh, that's when I started looking online more for for uh, videos and stuff, and while actually watching gameplay more um, and reviews. Once I bought this, it was some like Wii game, like some Sims game for the Wii or something of that nature, and. <laughs> I remember I bought that dude. I was working at Best Buy at that time. I was just, I was, wasn't making that much money at all. So I was just so happy I could buy a game. Right. And so I bought that game and it was trash. It was so bad. And I was like, man, I don't ever, I I, I don't get to afford games that often. And I buy a game and this is such yeah. garbage. <laughs> so yeah, that has happened. I learned my good. lesson after that. So, so that's when I start watching videos and would you ever be open to uh i don't uh like like playing with people like on their twitch channel like team games uh that you enjoy uh i don't know if you've ever done that in the past so like that's like i have some but not a whole whole lot just because like i said I, i am introverted so usually just organizing something like that somebody if somebody will come to me and say hey we got this thing planned you don't join us yeah but do i normally organize those myself i'm a little uh i get a little apprehensive that kind it's not it's not my comfort zone it's not my specialty uh but actually just okay someone just playing this awesome fun game night let's go yeah i'll join yeah (laughs) um what can we expect to see from you in the all right i wasn't asking for myself i knew the chat was gonna start saying that uh (laughs) what do we expect from you in the future like what can people expect now that yeah. you're gonna get more subscribers and stuff, you're just gonna <laughs> just just they're just gonna see Melanie having fun right now, right? It's yeah, like, you're gonna see it? me or... having fun. You're gonna see me working on my abs. I'm trying. I got like a starting the four pack, but I'm gonna get. I'm gonna work on that six pack, so that that's about to happen. Um, <laughs> and and then with my new channel, Melanie Mac Go Boom, I'm excited about that because this is like a, a lot of my. For those who follow me on Twitter and you see a lot of my hot takes or 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 discussions about current events that are going on and things like that like now i can actually bring this to video and i can actually dive in and talk a lot more about them and so um that channel is what i have a lot of plans 
for moving forward for sure that's awesome uh and we we talked about and this and this will be it because i know um some people they're really interested what what does your faith mean to you everything and 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 that's 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 the thing is is i grew up uh in a christian household and and so it was always a huge part of my life but then for you know life happens to you and sometimes bad things happen and what i ended up coping with that in an unhealthy way and i rebelled against my faith um for you know a couple years or so and completely tried walking away from it even and and then later you know I came back to it and then I realized, and and when I look back, I think, dude, even during that time where I felt like where I was being rebellious and where I was saying things, I wish I didn't say, um, God didn't, didn't ever take his hand off me. I get emotional even saying it, but, Mm. but when I look back, I can see where God still was protecting me and taking care of me, even when I wasn't where I was supposed to be. And that's why that's another thing is, is I think uh, one big reason why I have so many issues with the whole woke culture, cancel culture, woke mob, all that kind of stuff is, is my faith is, is I feel like is a good parallel for that. You look at Jesus culture and with Jesus culture, it's like, Hey, we're, we're all imperfect. And, and it's through Jesus's sacrifice that, that we are made whole and we're made um, righteous through his blood. And and that's such a, a much more beautiful message to send to people. And it's a much more welcoming message for people when it's like, hey, we accept people who are, we know you're not perfect and we know we're not perfect. And we're still we're still like oh, we can still be family. And when you parallel that to the woke culture, that's wait, you said this 10 years ago, uh, be gone. Like it, yeah. it's, it's a big, stark difference. And that's why it shows that uh, Jesus culture is the way. <laughs> yeah. See, I always, um, I always like people, I, I look at that story, like the two sons, like some people call it the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. And it, it's crazy to think that a lot of people end up becoming what we call the older brother. Yeah. And the prodigal son, we know the story. He goes off, he wastes all his money, lives a life that, you know, he shouldn't be living. And then he, drags himself back to his father saying, just make me a servant. Like, I'm not worthy to be your son. And his dad, you know, loved on him and hugged on him. And then you have the older brother who was like, I'm not hugging that guy. Look what he did. Like, I should be the one with the party. I should be the one that did this. I'm the one that's doing everything right. I'm the one that's doing it. And, and it's, it's amazing how sometimes uh, people... They had a prodigal experience, mm-hmm. but then they flipped to that older brother mentality. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, nah, you got to remember, um, it's not about you. <laughs> it's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, it's it's never been. So it, right. and even in a lot of that woke culture stuff, too, it's like they make it so much about themselves. Yep. Where it's like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to share something here that you might like most people might not know. This is what okay. this is the theme park woke culture. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny so we can all laugh. Okay. There is a movement going on in this theme park woke culture, whatever you want to call it, where they're mad at uh they're getting mad at theme parks for not building uh not fast shaming anyone, but bigger seats. Oh, because they can't fit in the ride anymore. 
Right. And like this person is like, I used to be able to fit, but now I'm older. And and yeah, I want to enjoy life. So I want to enjoy their and it's just like it's all about <laughs> it's I like, know. It's Why all is about it inward? Listen, I'm yeah. six foot four, right? I'm two right. two fifty-five. There's some rides like I can't I can't fit in. I'm just too tall. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what am I gonna do? Go there and and be like, I'm gonna petition that they tear this down immediately. Right. And make it so tall people can fit with ease. Yeah. And, and so it's all it's all this inward, this inward uh you know, thinking that that pushes you don't think like I do. Mm-hmm. So because you don't think like I do, I don't want you around my world. This is the world that I'm building. And right. you know, it's it's so it's so crazy that very that, self-centered. Yeah. And ultimately, if, if everybody is just focusing on themselves, then then you're never going to be able to please everybody because you can't you can't have a spotlight on every single person 24 seven. It's just not going to happen. And so there's going to be times where you have to say, OK, well, this hasn't is it for me. That's like people who keep saying every game needs an easy mode so I can play it. Uh, No, it, it maybe that ain't for you too hard. Good thing there's a crap ton of other games you can play that you can't handle. Like, stop expecting absolutely everything to have to cater to you. Like, that ain't life. It's I need an easy mode on Mario Kart. Uh, that's <laughs> I need a game genie. Where the heck is that game genie in today? No, you're absolutely right. I- I'm going to read a few more Super Chats. All right. Melanie, and thank you so much for your time. And then I'll tell everyone where you can find her. All um, right. My man D, again, for 2484. That's an interesting number. She must have never gotten a figment popcorn bucket. That's a theme park joke where oh, people okay. waited People waited in line 10 hours to get a $25 popcorn bucket at Disney Wow. World. Okay. <laughs> it's a whole nother conversation. Uh, Robert for five. Don't worry, Jay. My little niece loves watching you with me. If you need her to protect you, she will. With everyone teaming, uh, you'd be blessed. Nah, man, it's all love, man. These are this is how friends talk to each other. They try mm-hmm. to rattle me. They try to tear me down. They try to talk. <laughs> it's like, and it's all done in the most love, uh, yeah. most love ever. Um, this one's for you from Vampire Slayer, uh, Slayer eighty three. Um, Melanie, have you ever played oh. Bacon? Uh, Bacon. Did I say that right? Bacon, yeah. I think. And, and Guilty Gear Strive. I haven't played her yet. I haven't even played Guilty Gear Strive in couple months i'm an axle main but i would totally be down to try her i love her design in this one uh have you watched any of the tournaments that were over the weekend i haven't i need to get back into that man guilty gear is like that is guilty gear strive is the one thing with fighting games i'm not always into a lot of them but guilty gear strive is just so good so good uh jay play some team fortress 2 i dare you um what is that <laughs> bring it that- back Bring it back. Did you ever play TF2? It's on Steam. Yeah, it's a Valve game. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's like Overwatch was definitely heavily inspired by Team Fortress 2. Yeah. So right now on my Twitch, I'm the number one Twitch streamer when it comes to Lawnmower Simulator. I don't know why. They love when I walk. Yeah, I put on like a trucker hat and I cut grass. And everyone fills into here, and I just tell redneck stories. I don't know why they like that, but they just do. And so That's everyone's amazing. like, "Yeah, you're the number one lawnmower simulator." I was like, "Who makes a game?" I saw that. I'm like, "Who makes a game where you cut grass?" Obviously, they do, and obviously, people want to watch you play. Yeah, it. there's a power wash simulator now too, yeah, and everything. Yeah, 
somebody bought that for me. That's coming next. Uh, that's I can only imagine. Uh, Michael for seven dollars says, "Hey Jay, Melanie, you're a real trooper. Streaming for four hours and watching the Pro Bowl. That game was straight trash. <laughs> it was fun to watch them having fun, but the game itself wasn't that engaging. I the the chat we were on a tangent about all kinds of stuff. It was a good time." <laughs> D- DMAC again for five. Jay still upset he can't get on the uh the Paradont fly. Oh, it's a it's a kitty ride. This is not a theme park uh discussion here. It's a kitty ride. No, I can't get on it. And no, I'm not gonna try. Uh <laughs> code for two dollars, bring back kiss my grass. That's the name of my lawnmower company. Uh um, nice. so that's that's it. Well, that's it. That's it. yeah, oh dude. Please don't ever watch. It's it's uh before you, all right, since everyone's asking, this is, this is, I'll, I'll show you a little teaser trailer. Professional lawn mowing. It's what we do at Kiss My Grass. This is Cut My, uh, Kiss My Grass uh, company. And this is my first job. I'm doing great. Oh, oh shoot. Am I supposed to cut this whole thing? Oh shoot. Should be alright. I'm getting the hang of it. Oh fart. God dang it. Sorry, sir. I kinda ran over your plants. We take cleanliness seriously and value your satisfaction. The look on <laughs> Melanie's face backstage while that was playing, and that's only half the clip. She was just like it was disgust and horror. No, I was confused a little bit. I really like exactly. the Krispy Kreme exactly. hat. I'm, saying, yes. I'm like, what am I watching? I'm so sorry. That was um, great. That was great. Yeah, that's we won't watch anymore. Play the clip, Jay, and wish Melanie the best. Yeah, I played the clip. All right, is everybody happy? All right, I'm gonna end. The, I'm gonna end this disaster. Thank you for being on, Melanie. You Thank can find you. everything. Um, everything Melanie Mack in the description. Please subscribe to her channels, follow her on Twitch, Twitter, and her new brand new YouTube channel. It's all gonna be there. Um, so check her out. If you could just hang on just one second while I play the outro, that will be great. Until next time, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening. We hope you are inspired today. To hear more of the conversation, check out our Patreon or become a member of the channel. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you in the next episode. And welcome to the rebellion.